Hey yo, it's Cedro. Holler at the people. Ten thousand tacos. Welcome to the Ten Thousand Tacos Podcast. I'm Isidro Salas, your host. Thanks again for joining us on this first episode of season three. Today we will be talking about the mother of all vacos, which we discussed in our previous preview episode. So come and join us on this Ten Thousand Tacos Podcast. The word taco, yet again, is being Columbus. What is Columbus, you might ask? Well, in its simplest definition, it's when someone finds something and tells everyone they've discovered it. Yeah. You know, if you go back to history, there was this guy named Christopher Columbus who came over to the Americas and went back to Europe and that he discovered a new land and it was the new world, blah, blah, blah. And you know what? Go see that Wikipedia, that do whatever you need to find out what Columbus I'm referring to or why I'm using the word Columbus. But anyway, getting back to it, this time, the word taco, it's being Columbus and it's in a form that you would never expect. A Toyota truck. How can a Toyota truck have anything to do with taco? I alluded to this sometime back in season one. I forgot what episode it was, but I did have a little bit of a rant, a small one at the beginning. Anyway, that's not important. Since then, I've not seen this thing go away. In other words, why a Toyota truck is being used to hijack the word taco. But I think it's time that we call it out. So this is what I'm going to be talking about. So real quick, Toyota Tacoma is what I'm being more specific about. Toyota Tacoma is a truck. And the word Tacoma is being shortened by removing the M-A at the end, the ma, so it can say taco. And since it's a popular truck, these facos are calling it a taco truck. Yeah, I have a problem with that. You're not going to be surprised, right? So on this episode, we talk about, and I can't believe we are having this conversation of how it's not a taco truck, and we'll talk about what is a taco truck. So on this episode, we're also covering what is a taco truck. I know it's 2019, but then again, 2019, man, who would have thought that things like, uh, I don't know racism would be in fashion yeah that we got rid of that stuff now we've never really gotten rid of it but i thought it was out of fashion but no it's 2019 and yeah anyway we are in these type of challenging times so we all need to do our bit to try and keep this world from going flat again remember people used to think that the world was flat and then we figured out that no it's it's actually circular well we got to fight the people who are saying we need to make america flat again malfa <laughs> I know it's not a thing. So anyway, so why is it very important to me? Why does it upset me? Why it's very important to me to not allow something that's very dear to me, which is a taco truck to be mislabeled or be misrepresented by the masses. 
And that's what's happening. And I have a problem with that. We'll begin with how I came to find out that this travesty was happening. And it all began one day when I signed up for Instagram. And like many, Instagram was not that hard to figure out, right? Meaning you knew right away that it was a social network in which you shared photos to the world. And one way to get more followers is to follow hashtags, right? So you have these hashtags and you follow them. Well, for me, it was simple. I followed the following hashtags, hashtag tacos, hashtag taco life, hashtag Mexican food, hashtag taco trucks, hashtag taco truck life, because that's very relevant to me, right? Every time I saw a post with these hashtags, I followed them and, or I commented and sure enough, I went from three followers to like 24 and I was like so stoked, 24 followers. <laughs> You know, I recently just hit a thousand followers and I know the word followers, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you know, but it, it, I was a little proud because I've earned them. Uh, and there's people that follow my account simply because it's, I guess it's cool. I don't know. Anyway, getting back to it again, those hashtags were very relevant to me and what I was doing in trying to promote this podcast. So I began to notice that the taco truck hashtag occasionally, not a lot, had Toyota 4x4s. And I was like, well, cool, you know, because those are cool. As I noticed these 4x4s, I was like, well, at any time soon, I'll probably see some tacos or or something. Maybe, you know, they're, they're big taco fans and, you know, maybe they sell tacos. I, I don't know. I just, I didn't pay it too much attention. Uh, but that's not what was happening. I did not see the connection between 4x4s and tacos. But since I was a big fan of Toyotas, specifically their cars, I thought, well, you know, this is cool. And as the algorithms are designed, and I'm not a data person, but algorithms, they're designed so that the more you tap on a profile with a hashtag that you are following, the more your feed with these hashtags are displayed. So I started to see more and more. So one day I asked myself, why do I keep seeing trucks by Toyota on my feed? And it hit me. These Facos were calling their trucks taco trucks because they, like many, just follow the latest trend. And of course, because the word taco is cool and it's popular. And like I said, it hit me. It hit me like, like a cachetada from an ex-girlfriend, you know, and I said, F that, F that, these are not taco trucks. Hell no, they're not taco trucks. And there is where I began to get really upset because I started seeing more and more of them. So my natural instinct, like what many people do, I started to comment and Some of the things that I would say is like, cool, cool truck, bro, but it's not a taco truck. And sure enough, one day, one of these facos bit and said, well, it is a taco truck. And I said, no, and I replied, no, it's not. And he was like, yes, it is. He went so far as to tell me that he could call his truck whatever he wanted. And I, well, you know, and I thought, well... You can't argue with that because it's sort of true. You can do whatever you want in this world and you could feel 
whatever you want. I really believe in that. So I replied that, yeah, you know, that's true, too. But I followed it up with, yeah, but it's not a taco truck. So then he soon replied, well, I love tacos. Well, quote, I love tacos and I eat tacos out of my truck. So, yes, it's a taco truck to me. And, of course, I don't know if that's how he sounds, but he freaking looked like the way his profile is. He sounds like a little. Well, anyway. And again, I replied, quote, yeah, yeah, that's cool that you love tacos and that you eat tacos and whether it's in your or out of your truck. But again, it's not a taco truck. But what I wanted to say, those aren't even real tacos. But I refrained. You know, he had Taco Bell tacos on his. I wanted to say that so bad, but I refrained. Because I'm clearly the adult in this conversation. (laughs) So his last response to me was, and this was funny to me. He says, well, I listened to your podcast and... Actually, let me redo. Let me do his voice. Well, I uh, listen to your podcast, and you don't even talk about tacos. Your podcast sucks. Don't call it a tacos podcast if you're not going to talk about tacos. And by then, I was like, le, le di la, la mano, right? Le, le di la, la whatever, bro. I just wasn't going to waste right any more time. So I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. At this point, I was bothered by the remark. Not that my podcast sucks, right? I know it's a good podcast. At least it's good enough to me. But, and you know what? And I just a little bit. Let me let me stray a little bit. Let me diverge a little bit. But I know it's good because recently I was at a podcast conference and it was critiqued by industry professionals. They critiqued my podcast. It was a podcast movement 2019 in Orlando. And you know what? The heading of this critique says these are up and coming podcasts. And I asked the guy who got my podcast in. Um, <clears throat> he said, yeah, you, you have a pretty good podcast, but it needs a lot of help. And you're going to get critiqued by professionals. Feedback by professionals. So anyway... I just thought I'd share that because, you know, I I think it's a pretty good podcast. Obviously, you guys might think it's an okay podcast because a lot of you guys return. So thank you for that. But anyway, that's not what bothered me, his remark of him saying that it sucked. What bothered me a bit was that he said it was not about tacos. And I agree. This podcast isn't about just tacos. This podcast, and I'm very proud to say this. This podcast is about looking at this world, especially the taco world, and looking at it from a taquero's perspective and how that, the experience and lessons learned in a taco truck continue to help me, even today. And of course, I want to share that with the world while paying a tribute to my family, especially my parents. So it bothered me that this Faco didn't see that.
at that moment. I then decided that I needed to unfollow this hashtag because I found myself getting too whirled up with a Faco. And at the end, who's the real Faco if I was letting him get to me? It'd probably be me. And I don't want to be a Faco. <laughs> I don't. So I put on my big boy hat on and I said, we have bigger burritos to make. Don't let this kid drag you down. So I did. I followed it. I let it go. It had been about a year since I stopped following these hashtags, right? And even though the hashtag itself had a lot of cool taco trucks, just the small amount of facos with their Toyotas was enough for me to go, ah, I don't, I can't let my, because <laughs> it, it was bothering me. So it had been about a year and I had moved on from it. I had said, that's it. I'm done with it, right? It, it wasn't in the more that it went on, the less, uh, actually the less that I thought about it. But then... An ad comes through my feed while I was on Instagram. And it was the following. A 4x4 Toyota Tacoma going through country dirt and rough terrain. It was going slow as it conquers these big rocks and dirt road right in its path. It then is followed by a little food truck trying to keep up. And as the food truck gets focused in on by the camera, right? Especially as it is showing itself struggle to keep up with this Toyota truck. I notice the license plate on the food truck say taco. Obviously insinuating it's a taco truck. Finally, it no longer could continue, the food truck, and the Toyota keeps going. The driver of the food truck, a white man with a hat like the food preparer cap, that uh, the ones that you see at In-N-Out Burger. If you've ever been to an In-N-Out Burger, the employees have these. Then they're not. I don't know if they're chef hats, but anyway, the the white driver, and he looks white, right? Not that that's a problem. I'm just saying that's not a problem. But he gets out in frustration. And he has a bit of a little baby tantrum as he slams his cap on the floor, like showing that he was upset because, oh, I can't keep up with this truck. And it hit me. Toyota decided to be a fucko. Not Toyota itself, but at least their marketing department, right? Now, not that I'm giving them credit for this or anything, but the ad has since been shortened. I think maybe because they know that most people have eight-second attention span, but it is still playing on the taco truck theme. The ad has a popular Mexican song on the background, and the song that many people use to mock the Mexican culture, especially on Cinco de Gringo. I mean, <clears throat> Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. And they're not seeing that, but I am. Now, why am I bothered by this? Why am I bothered by this ad? I mean, is anybody hurt by this? And the simple answer is no. It isn't hurting anybody. But personally, 
I'm bothered because I used to be a big Toyota fan, a Toyota brand fan. I used to love that brand because I used to understand that it stood for reliability at an extremely affordable price. Reliability and you could afford it. I have a photo. One of the very first photos that I saw my dad when he came to the United States is him sitting next to a, or standing up actually, next to a Toyota Corolla. And that's the very first car we had here in America in 1978. And we used to go everywhere with it. So I had a complete loyalty to this brand because it was reliable and it was the first brand that I saw. And I, I was attached to it because I felt it helped us get through. That's why it bothers me. It bothers me because the American dream, we operated a food truck for many, many years. My mom and dad led the way by cooking, preparing, teaching us all these great things and how to make some kick-ass tacos. Their sacrifice to raise a family, to buy a home in America, to raise their children, to be gentlemen and a good woman, my sister, a good mother, that was not by accident. It was produced by a taco truck. So when I see Facos using a taco truck that isn't a taco truck, it upsets me because it's misrepresentative of that. The Facos that do that, that's one thing. But Toyota, you really have to go that low? You could have just stuck with your reliability, with your affordability. But then you had to go insult someone like me and my family. There's many people who wake up at four in the morning every single day and they drive to wherever their food truck is at. And they spent countless hours prepping it so that they could go out and serve food to others and put smiles on people's faces sometimes. And there's plenty of taco trucks and corners in many cities in America. Those are taco trucks. Those are taco trucks. Toyota? You do not make a taco truck. You make a faco truck, but you don't make a taco truck. And you no longer have a customer. that is all for this first episode of our season number three i want to thank every single one of you guys who continue to support the show by downloading it and in many cases sharing it while we were away we did see the number of downloads just continually increase even though we weren't putting out new episodes uh, we did put out some replays and I had a few updates in between the season, but I know that many of you guys are sharing the show and I'm so, so grateful that you guys think it's good enough to share it with others. I would also like to thank Seth Resler. He's the digital dot connector at Jacobs Media Strategies. Uh, I wanted to thank them. <clears throat> I want to thank him. I want to thank lovely Vanessa Eccles, Randy Lane, Tom Lakis, and Daniel J. Lewis for serving as a critique board of that on that day where they critiqued my podcast and such a valuable, valuable information they gave 
uh, my podcast uh, so that I could help it grow. And their just suggestions were invaluable. The word feedback gets used a lot, but this really was feedback. It was fact-based, and it's going to help me grow my podcast. And I really want to thank them for doing that. Please follow us on Instagram if you have a chance. Let others know about the show. And just, you know, if you want to Apple Podcasts and give me a, a rating, whatever it is that you think I deserve, please do that. It will help the show tremendously. I have taken up enough of your time. I really, really want to thank you for helping us launch this season. As we head into a third year, I'm extremely thankful for your presence and helping us grow the show. Please join us in our next episode. Until then... I'm Isidro Salas, and this is 10,000 Tacos.